Hello and welcome to the Modern Sages podcast. In this next series, we are going to be discovering what it means to listen to the call of the ancestors. Are you searching? Are you looking for something new, something different? Are you being called to your ancestral roots? The Modern Sages podcast is a tribe of women that believe in exploring beyond the broken constructs of society. We believe in empowering women to embrace the medicine within. All with an open mind, baby. In the past season of the podcast, we talked about embracing the medicine within. And how we each have this inner calling within us. We each have this space within that helps us to not only navigate this world, but to heal and to be empowered in our decisions, in our connection, in our relationships, as well as we discovered ancient ways of people embracing that medicine, of them helping and healing and stepping into that space where they truly are the leading guideposts for their life. And not only that, a lot of times we discover that a lot of times we have these weaknesses and these heavy vulnerabilities that feel like such a burden, but really that's the medicine. That's what calls us to embrace that medicine, to heal, to look at that. But not only that, it gives us the permission as we heal to open up and to share and to help others heal and help them find different ways to embrace that call or that medicine from within so that they too can heal, be more empowered, be more connected to life, and then use that as their purpose in moving forward as well. And I think that that is just such a beautiful reminder that, you know, our greatest strengths, where our greatest weaknesses are also lie our greatest strengths. And that's part of this hero's journey that we come here to explore, you know, in all of the movies there's a hero's journey. It's at some point they're at the beginning, they're really happy. And then they undergo this really trial, some experience, and then they come out on top and we always root for them. We're like, yes, that was so good. But that's part of the hero's journey. And we ourselves are constantly in that space and we don't always welcome that or encourage it or strengthen it or be excited about it. And so just a reminder that if you are in that that low part of your hero's journey, just know that, you know, you're doing an amazing job and remembering that there are outside forces beyond what your mental mind can focus on, that they're, that they're there cheering you on, helping you, lifting you and bringing support. So as we dive in to a call from the ancestors and what that means, um, I wanted to just express to you my gratitude first for supporting this podcast and supporting, you know, sharing this with friends if this resonates or, you know, people that you know could also benefit from this podcast as well. So thank you for your support. I'm so grateful and I just feel so honored. Um, It's been a little while since I've really posted or had a podcast going for a little bit and I apologize on my lack of consistency. (laughs) I've been working on two huge projects that have taken up a lot of time and a lot of my channeling energy for the days. I am in the final processes of getting my book published 
And this book is called Silent No More. And it's my journey stepping into mediumship. It's experiences from when I was a child to when I started channeling, the mega lessons that I learned, the positive and the negative, along with me learning to navigate my spiritual beliefs versus Christian, like with my, because I grew up in a Christian household and a lot of times Christianity and mediumship tend to clash. And so it's also my experience navigating religion and deep soulful wounding. So I'm really excited and it's, it's very vulnerable now that I have it done and it's going through the editing process. Um, it feels very vulnerable to share this experience, but hence why it's called silent no more. And it's really being able to navigate and release and to, to share and to step more into that medicine, right. To step more into that space of who I am. And so I'm really excited about that. The other project I've been working on is an Oracle deck for the angel messages. I have now been delivering messages for about seven years. I'm in a seven year cycle and it's, you know, we have these seven year cycles in our life and right now I'm stepping into a new cycle, but it feels so significant to almost like close up. Not that I'm not going to be doing mediumship, but it just feels like kind of tying it, like tying the loose ends together and then welcoming a new phase of where I'll be heading for the next seven years. (laughs) And in this seven year closing up or tying up loose ends is I really felt inspired to do an Oracle deck with a lot of the messages and the different analogies that have come forward since delivering messages starting out to where I'm at now. So that's been really fun to take time and reflect and write these little snippets of the messages that have come forward. And I just feel like it's been pouring my heart and soul into these new areas of life that feel a little unnatural in a way, only because it can, it takes a little bit more time to bring something into fruition, to have it written and then make sure it sounds good and make sure it's all spelled correctly. Like there's just a lot that goes into it. And so I've been putting so much of my time and energy into this book and into these Oracle decks and creating them. And it's just been so much fun. So I apologize that I haven't been as consistent on the podcast recently. (laughs) I've been really just toned in on bringing bringing that into the world. And it's been exciting and I don't think people realize how much work it is <laughs> to do all of these things. Um, I didn't think so. You know, I, I had finished my book, kind of like my memoir of stepping into mediumship. And then I'm like, oh, I want to write another book. That's all these messages. And then when I thought about it, I'm like, whoa, that seems like I want it to be more effective and I feel like having a card where you can pull the card and read that message from the from our ancestral realm feels a lot more aligned and a lot more exciting and so it's just been fun to to bring that into fruition so I'm excited to keep bringing that forward and I'll keep you updated on the process so thank you for your support for sure in that way as well well let's just dive in I feel so 
open to whatever the ancestral realm has to bring forward for us in this new series and season of the podcast. As I talk to you about, we are going to be discovering a call from the ancestors. And in order to do that, I wanted to just start with what that even means and how that can show up in our life. So the first thing that I like to discuss is when we're stepping in to mediumship, to to channeling, to spirituality, to connecting to the the realms beyond, um, I see things in layers and I experience stuff in layers. So if you were to imagine having, like if you're looking at somebody and you can look into their energy bubble and in this energy bubble, you know, you can, maybe you can see if there's any illness or weakness or If their liver is struggling, you know, a lot of people who do energy work or healings can connect into the energy bubble and to bring in information. A lot of psychics can also read in the energy bubble where they can read past, present, future experiences. So that's really kind of like the healing and psychic realm. And then if you pull back further, you have the ancestral realm. So to me... Well, more, it's more of like your, your loved ones, like the, the loved ones that you knew in this world. And I kind of see that being about three generations back. So a lot of times, you know, my great, my grandma's mom, I know about her. I don't know too much about her, but I do know what people have shared with me as far as she goes and what she experienced in her life. And so I kind of look at it like that. I'm pulling it up on my phone. It's like our angel connection, our close loved ones, and those from one to three generations back. And then if you take a little step further back, I feel like that's really connected into the ancestral realm. So that's like anywhere from three to six generations back. And a lot of times in this realm, we can have a lot of DNA, a lot of ancestral trauma, as well as gifts of the spirit that are in that area that are leading into our space. And then if you pull back a little bit further, that's the ancients. It's those who walk the realm of life in this physical journey before us. They, whether it be you know, they lived off of the land and there was a lot of healing and a lot of wisdom and a lot of integration through mother earth. And that was the spiritual practices of mother earth and those plant-based principles and really being and honoring the divine feminine. And so we're, you know, we're stepping in, we're doing the energy bubble. We're going to look at our angel connections, our ancestral connections, our ancient ancestral connections. And then above when I'm doing readings, it's like, I can see it in these layers. And then as I look above, this is more of like the star being, it's more of like their higher self. Maybe they're connected to different galactic realms. Maybe they have guides, archangels. They're all up here to kind of help support. And of course those also go into layers, but it's like, channeling in above here is more of like that higher frequency. And then we go down below and that's more of mother earth. That's more of 
how to help heal inner child stuff. It's really about connecting into the herbs or being outside and earthing and grounding and being connected into nature. And so really all of this can be experienced through our heart. It can be experienced as we step into our heart and as we explore that wisdom that comes within our heart that opens up this access point so we can see all these different realms and we can experience them. And really, I like to discover that as like our seven sacred directions. And that's something that our ancient ancestors knew about, you know, and it's so interesting because in the past couple of years, I've been really studying Shimonai practitioner work and it's been so amazing and so healing. And I find it so interesting too, because as I've stepped into more of that honoring the Native American culture which I find very fitting because I do live on Native American culture land, right? They were here before us. They are the land spirits. Their wisdom is deeply engraven in the roots and the soil all around us. When I lived in Georgia, we lived by a lake. And my goodness, everywhere I went when we first got there was so deeply engraven with spirits and the land and it was almost overwhelming where I finally had to go to the lake and I created sacred space and then I asked permission for the land spirits to accept me into this area and to help me be a part of this land and to learn from the cultures and to learn from the deep wisdom that was held there and it was such a beautiful space to grow in And I have found that as I've grown into that space and as I've really learned to honor their beautiful wisdom traditions and to see the beauty in it, it's like I've gone deep down into the core of Mother Earth in the process. But in that same space, it sparked and it ignited a whole different energy from my ancient ancestors who came from Sweden and Norway and Denmark. And all my lines back, it all comes back to to those areas. And it's been interesting because a lot of times when you hone in on that land and you dive deep, it brings you into ancient pagan practices, which is just connection to the land and healing with the land and and believing in different gods who are going to help you with different things and and having different guides and guardians. And, you know, we even see in Catholicism that they have different saints that they pray to, which is the same thing as different kinds of beings or archangels or support systems or different kinds of gods that bring in different different missions and different energies and different support. And so it's been really beautiful to, as I've honored these Native American traditions, it's almost like brought me back to the core, which is where everything is at, the core of Mother Earth, that then allows it to come back into my ancient roots. And it's just been such a joy and such a ignited energy that has really come into fruition. And it's funny because even in Georgia, I was able to work at an herb shop. And at that herb shop, every time I walked in, it was like I was being reignited. And it felt like parts of my DNA were coming back online. And this remembrance was just like stepping back into the space. And it was so beautiful, so powerful. And I just remember being like, wow, I'm home in a whole different way. And then I also got in my head like, oh, I need to become an herbalist. I need to do all these things, which I agree that there's a lot of wisdom in that. 
but it almost felt like all of a sudden I had like these man-made boxes that were like, you have to do this. You can't say this. You can't show up in this way because who are you to do that? And then I would study and study a lot and I loved it. I would learn about all the herbs and what they would do. And then as I did that, it brought me to a different core space of who I am and the joy that was held with it and the beauty that became so prevalent with the the land and how Mother Earth gave us all that we need to heal. And it was such a, a call home. And along with that, it really ignited this huge spark within myself. And as we moved back to, to Utah for an opportunity that didn't end up working out, um, I was very angry and very bitter and I was going through a lot of emotions. But then it reminded me and it connected me back to some of my my ancestors who came here, who gave up everything they had, who gave up living in Sweden. And I had one of my great grandmothers come forward and I have a whole podcast about what she shared with me. But it was, she could understand because, you know, she gave up so much of walking outside in Sweden and having all the herbs all the greenery, all the lush to just heal the body and to be so connected to the earth. And then coming here where it's a desert and there's not much growing and having to learn new ways of living. It was very hard and very, um, it wasn't very pleasant at times. And she gave me so much wisdom and guidance in that space. And then I looked on my family search and actually it's hilarious because one of the only stories that we have of her, and I hadn't read this yet, until after I had done all the herb things and was in this space that all of a sudden we have this one story of her who she had a neighbor who their kids got really sick and um, one of the daughters survived it, but she lost all her hair in the process. And my grandmother Ingrid came over and said, hey, I made this, um, essentially it was like she made this herbal oil that she would come over every day and deeply rub it in the hair, in the head of this little girl for her hair to grow back. And it did. And I just thought it was so funny that that's like the only story we have of her is her using this herbal oil that she brought from Sweden to help with hair growth. And then I just thought, oh, of course, of course, this is why I've been so drawn to those ancestral roots. And to the herbs because that's what they lived off of. It wasn't like, oh, I have a headache. Let me go take it ibuprofen. It was like, no, let's drink some water. And then here's some different supplements or different herbs to make a tea out of or different things like that. And so I don't know. It's just been a really beautiful journey along the way. And a call from the ancestors is really a call back into our heart. It's a call back in to who we came here to be by honoring those who came before us. And a lot of times we get stuck in this patterning of in order for me to honor my loved ones, I have to honor the traditions that they sacrifice so much for. Whereas having wisdom and having a reverence for what they experienced is part of the plan. It's part of the purpose, but they also don't want us to be held back from exploring our truth because we feel like we need to sit or fit into the guidelines of them. That just doesn't feel aligned. It doesn't feel supported. And time and time again, through the past seven years, 
all of these ancestors have really wanted to to open up the way for us to connect in to who we truly are and those things that make us feel most alive. They walked this life before us. They had their journey. And now they're here to help us and to support us as we walk our journey. And part of that is releasing old patterning that may not be working for us anymore and honoring their journey and saying, you know, I'm really proud of you and your journey and what you experienced. And I can hold sacred space for you, but I'm also ready and willing to create my own life. And they want to help us to do so. That's the joy of a call from the ancestors. They want to empower us to get to know who we are and to dive deeper into that purpose. And so really, you know, in this series, we're going to be exploring the seven sacred directions and how that relates to us in our everyday life. And this is also going to be pulling wisdom from our ancient ancestors from eight generations back, as well as bridging in all of our ancestors from the eight generations forward up into this present moment. And it feels very exciting to just like dive in and to start moving and grooving in this area because there's so much to be had. And really there's been a huge shift shift since 2020. And as we've talked about in the past, the Aquarian age, we're stepping into that. And there's just so much that people are willing and are almost being forced to let go. And it can feel scary to not know what's next or to not know where to go. And a lot of people are being brought back to Mother Earth. They're being brought back to the ancient ways. They're being brought back to the ancient roots from which they came. And that's what we're going to be discovering because I found so much purpose in that area and so much wisdom and so much healing to be had. You know, my journey navigating religion has not been easy. There's been a lot of rejection, a lot of fear, a lot of heaviness, but there also was so much joy and peace and love at the same time. But there's so many navigating this shifting energy inside of them where as we rely on our ancestors, they're here to help us to release any of their patterning that's been brought down the generations so that we can honor and make the most of our human journey here because it is but a short time. So... Let's see, is there anything else I want to cover in this intro? Hmm, guardians, guides, angels, anyone? Are you there? (laughs) Okay, I wanted to also address um, the connection to rites of passage and the sacredness of life. Hmm. In this series, we'll also be exploring rites of passages and rituals and ceremonies and different things that we can incorporate into our life to help us remember the sacred, to help us remember that there's so much more and how we can integrate that wisdom into our life each and every day. And so as we have discovered, there's a lot of different things we're going to be exploring this season. And it just feels so good and so exciting. And it's just time. It's time for us to navigate and to move. And it's time for us to embrace who it is that we truly came here to be while honoring those who came before us. 
to listen to the call of the ancestors and to know what they're here to share with us, but to also embrace more of who we came here to be. So I'm so excited for you to be here. Each week we'll be navigating different levels and different experiences from a call to the ancestors. So I hope that you enjoy. Do you feel called to connect to your medicine within? Have you wanted to strengthen your spiritual gifts? Are you looking for ways to incorporate the sacred into your everyday life? Maybe do you want to have like-minded friends and a tribe who can connect with you? Modern Sages Soul Tribe is dedicated to spiritual seekers like yourself who are embracing the medicine within. Now in this tribe, we are going to be doing moon gatherings, amazing spiritual gift giveaways, connecting to a soul tribe, as well as hosting mystery school classes. If you are feeling called to connect to the soul tribe, I will leave a link for you in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to Modern Sages Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel or follow us online. Blessings. <laughs>